This week on Shaken Not Nerd, four men sit outside in their pants. <laughs> in their pants? <laughs> what the fuck was it? <laughs> A martini, Shaken Not Shocking. Welcome to Shaking Not Nerd, episode 95, the podcast I think everyone is gifted, but some people shouldn't open their package. Wow. <laughs> I quite like that. You need to have a brownie. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a good play on words. I'm it impressed. was. I liked it. Thank you. I pulled it off Google. I'm your host. Wow. With me I take it back. <laughs> I'm your host, Judy Dutram, and with me, as always, on Shaking Not Nerd is Ian, the huge footlong Johnson. Thank you. I have turned up for another week, even though everybody doesn't want me here. I want you here. <laughs> it's only select oh, thanks, people. <laughs> it's, a, it's only people between the ages of 12 and 24 and 25 to and 43 <laughs> and 44 days. So most of the demographics. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Everyone except the old Germans wants you. <laughs> and, uh, so I love you. You're very popular. <laughs> <laughs> and of course we have the Tom, the Mr. The Tom or Spicy Tim from the Asian market. Spicy Tim coming in hot from the Asian market. Reporting live. Why is he holding his temple? I don't know. <laughs> because it's, it's, he's, it's, he's thinking to the market. He's clearly <laughs> he's <laughs> Professor X from he's <laughs> Professor X from X Men. my ear. What's going on in the market? Don't do it, Magneto. I need to summon it. The spiciness has given him telepathic power. Eric, no. Maybe he's got a spicy pepper lodged up his nose, and that's giving him the telepathy. Sixty-one. <laughs> and of course, our latest member on Shaking Out Nerd is the Fuzzy Dan. Hello, hi. Have you guys been, guys? What's what's been going <laughs> That's on? That's it. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Mister Johnson. What have you been doing? What's up? I, uh, for the first time in my life, I have, as you guys will probably know, I'm quite the fan of the Jamo Sorry, yes, go on. And an old, 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 old musical. Episode. I um, yeah, it's getting close. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm, sh- I'm shaking my hips already. <laughs> uh, as you guys know, I'm quite the fan of Zelda: A Link to the Past, and for the first time, I did time say for the first time as well. Ever in forever, one hundred percented the game. Ooh. Ooh. All the pieces are shot. All the jazz. All the weapons. All the pig feet. <laughs> All the color greens. All the chillings. <laughs> I want some of them gems. I want some of them. I don't know what else is in Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Ferris. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Every I'm time pretty... I in the Haru. You in the Haru. Breaking all the goddamn bases. Catting all the cuckoos. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty proud of that. Finally, it's, you know, the game's been out as long as I've been alive, but it doesn't matter. I 100% of the game. It's uh, part of my childhood, so... Uh, well, I think that's, yes. you know, congratulations all around for the podcast. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, my God. My hands real clammy again. What is it with your hands, man? What are you doing? He gets nervous each week. This is not The Bachelor. You don't have to wait for a rose, Tom. (laughs) This whole time. I've also (laughs) finished season two of uh, Castlevania. Oh, I haven't even watched season one. How good is that show? Season two kicks the ass of season one. And season one kicked the ass of everything else. I know. Is there ass? What? Was there ass? Yeah. Oh, yes. Wait, cool. So it does actually do it. Yeah, it's actually really good. Really good show. I highly recommend it. Yep. If you're an anime fan... If you're a cartoon fan, if you're a fan of uh, things getting decapitated, 
Oh yeah. yeah. Things like poking through people. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. brutal and it's great. It's really good. He actually did a pointing gesture as well. I find that quite disturbing. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, oh, we, also, we also don't have um, Ollie here. Ollie is working. <laughs> He's working hard for his money. <laughs> So hard. Speaking of old German people. <laughs> Tom? Uh, yeah, so uh, this week, the main thing that I've been doing with all of my free time has been trying to actually finish Red for Dead. Red <laughs> for Dead? Red for Dead. <laughs> that is the best name ever. A country of old men. <laughs> Red for Dead. <laughs> uh, I know you didn't mean it, but if he had, I would have congratulated you. I mean, that, now he's picked out the episode four so of that, on, that yeah, game, right? Is he, he the playing Red Dead done. or is he playing Left for Dead? I can't decide. <laughs> he's it playing both at the same time. <laughs> I'm playing both. Uh, yes, no, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I'm still really enjoying it One of the things that I have noticed though Is because I have so much less free time Than I used to have for video games The fact that this game is so long I'm just like I want to know what happens at the end There's so much time Just do what Fuzzy did And stay up to 4 o'clock every morning playing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) He says proud of the fact (laughs) I've got no sleep I'm never getting that back It was great It was the best (laughs) (laughs) It was the best of times It was the (laughs) And I'm also getting mad beard envy From my guy Because I currently have a level 9 beard I I did have that And I got rid of it Because I got the wispy bits coming out of it And went nah I love it Boy Boy well, while I was playing it, each chapter, like, w- you're in a different area for each chapter, and I changed my attire each area I was in. Yeah. So, like, when I got to Saint-Denis, I looked like a greasy gangster. Like, I just had, like, the mustache, I had the big hat, I was in a suit the whole time. I, like, I looked real sleazy. Ooh. Like, mm. business sleazy. Art imitating life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, quite... <laughs> Quite right, yes. <laughs> yes. Fuzzy, what have you been up to? Um, I have just finished watching a, um, a fantastic show from a very long time ago, Gargoyles. Oh, hey. yes. I remember. <laughs> I <laughs> love to remember. I will say that half of that show is two people just going, Xanatos. It's Keith <laughs> David doing that. That's pretty much it. Um, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I would recommend doing it, although it gets... But su- saying Xanatos. 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 God, yeah, that, that musical episode is getting closer and closer. <laughs> it's going to happen. You can hear that one person in the background going, Woo! <laughs> I feel like the way we're going this episode, this is just going to be a surprise musical episode. <laughs> surprise musical episode. <laughs> we're surprising ourselves. Fuck theme, we're doing musicals without Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend doing it, though, uh, watching it again. It's a lot of fun. It gets super dark really early mm. on. There's an episode, I think it's three in, and they talk about gun control. One of the gargoyles oh, wow. accidentally shoots um, uh, Elisa, their um, yeah, human detective person, and yeah, tries to cover it up. It's what? Re- it's fucking dark, man. What? Yeah. That was for kids. <laughs> that was for, it, it is definitely not for kids, I can tell you that. Oh There's people God. dying it's all kids. the time. Something's going to be done about your kids, buddy. <laughs> That's about Christopher Lloyd. Jenny, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I have been binge watching, and I don't know why. I just find it so entertaining on Netflix. Uh, Nightmare Tenant Slum Landlords on Netflix. It's, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa it's, what? Fu- it's it's essentially like shit. Is there a colon in that's, there? Like, that's, has- that sounds like my kind of trash. Yeah, it's doomsday preppers, but it's literally like shit tenants, shit landlords. It's awesome. Oh, so everybody's shit. Yeah. Like, so, so real life then, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's the circle I, I, of shit. I put it on in the background just while I was like, you know, reorganizing the background. I just went, 
I need to sit down and watch this. This is actually quite entertaining. So I did that. Paul from the countdown was on, and he was on an episode of uh, Shaken Not Noob. And he I understand was. he went home at like fucking twelve o'clock or one o'clock in the morning or something yeah. like that. Yeah, on a school night. On a school night, yes. And you unveiled Ooh. that sexy new banner for your Shaken on Noob. Ooh. Thank you very much, Tom. I do say. Uh, we played well, I do declare. Spice it, Tim. <laughs> bring the good. Bring the spice. We did get a copy. Spice it, Wait, wait. No, it's coming to me. Spice, spice, baby. Oh my god, we've got so many fucking intro songs for Spicy Tim. So good. We did get a copy of Fuck This Game, so we played a couple rounds. Ian goes, nope. Nope, nope. Fuck nope. this game. Fuck this game. Um, and um, some sort of early news. It's not. Uh, it's it's more important than the news segment of the show. It's actually proper news. Mm. Uh, wait, wait. Do you want me to sing an intro for it then? You you can sing one. Yes. This is this is a big. This is a big congratulatory piece of news. Okay. Oh, it's congratulatory news. Yeah, sing yeah. it. Congratulatory news week. Da, 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 da. Congrat- Was that good news week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our friend Michael from Culture Shock Collectible as uh, is. Uh, is First daughter's been born. Sienna, so wow. Congratulations. I, I told him that we're going to do this, and he said, well, when she's uh, able to sort of understand what's going on, she'll play back, he'll play back this episode. So and never? I'm sorry. So never? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening, and I'm sitting here. <laughs> you are below the age of one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently <Stop>. Spanish. <laughs> Let's see, 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 see. Uh, well, yes, let's uh, move on with the news. See. <laughs> it's a top ten news countdown. See. Okay. See. Sikke. 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 Oh, you want number ten? Yes. <laughs> number ten. J.K. Simmons uh, has actually come out and said he doubts he'll return as Commissioner Gordon in the near future. Hmm. Um, so, of course, he did play Commissioner Gordon in the Justice League film. I actually think he did an all right job. Yeah. Um, not as anywhere as near screen time as anything as previous Commissioner Gordons, but as, as a pop-in for you know, four minutes or something and then away, I'm like... Four minutes is generous. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I don't even know if it was that He one. was in there maybe one scene in each of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But 30 like, seconds. Still, his, his portrayal and his sort of his voice and all that sort of stuff was actually quite good. It wasn't just like, it wasn't give me portrait of Spider-Man. It was just um, nothing. <laughs> I, 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 I quite liked it. But, you know, compared to Gary Oldman, and Gary Oldman is pretty fucking good. Gary Oldman is Gary Oldman. Yeah. yeah. Need, need me say more? He's Zorg. <laughs> Please do. The fifth element. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. true. That's quite good, yeah. He's also bad guy in the... Planet of the Apes. Yes, he's also bad Everyone. guy. Everyone! <laughs> what? Accurate. Yeah, no, I don't remember that it's at all. It's from Planet no. of the Apes. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, yeah. It's, no. <laughs> no it's not about Tom. <laughs> it's from The Professional. It's yeah. from Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tom the Professional. I'm going to put that photo up. Thank you, Bradley J. <laughs> Number nine, piece of news. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine's piece of news. This is a rumor, Thurman. Rumor, Thurman. That there is going to be a resident. I feel like my pitch wasn't. You want to try it again? Yeah. This is three. Okay. This is a rumor, Thurman. Rumor, Thurman. That was better. Good way, better. Thank you, guys. Better, closer, warmer. Clicks all around. Good Snaps. 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 That top milk. That cream. Pure vanilla. Pure vanilla. That's a ten. Yes. Okay. The news. They're going to be doing a Resident Evil reboot for the films. And it's going to be based around Resident Evil 7, the video game. So oh, the, the, uh, the Baker family. Cool. 
There was, did any of you I play don't know Resident if there's Evil? enough in I didn't, there I didn't for play a movie. Seven. Is Seven a really creepy one that you had? The, it's in first person. It's first person. The yeah. YouTube video that we yes. had from yes. ages ago. Yes. Check it out. Check out our YouTube channel. We post on there. Sometimes. All the time <laughs> Semi-infrequently <laughs> um, But yeah, it looks like they're going to be doing a, a movie uh, reboot based on that game And that game was actually quite entertaining Fun fact, Ian and I had a uh, an alcohol and fatty food night some time ago And I bought my Every copy night. of Resident Evil 7 over and said I'm not going to play this after tonight, let's finish it <laughs> And we did We did And then we walked around the house singing the creepy song at each other Oh yeah, oh, I can't remember how that goes Down Tell and Rosie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm if this is tears. the game you're bringing to the musical episode, I swear tears. to God, guys. <laughs> I, I'm curious to see how they turn that into a movie. Like, it's cool, but it's not really enough for a movie. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting because, of course, the Resident Evil's mean the T-Virus turns people into zombies. I'm being the little girl in the basement. You're all going to die down here. Which apparently is Mila Jovovich as a little girl. Yeah. Like, that's no. her, what she's based off. Um, what? As yeah. in her character? Yeah. Like, uh, it's, her, it's her character as a, when she was or 10 or whatever. Um, um, but yeah, the T-Virus turns people into zombies, <laughs> reanimates bodies, but in Resident Evil 7, it's, bitch has got a virus in her, not the T-Virus, turns... Man crazy and woman yeah. crazy. It wasn't zombies. The sun Which is I already fucked as is. We don't need to touch him. Yeah, I didn't mind that um. it wasn't zombies for once, though. Mm. It's, it's pretty good. The creatures are quite like symbiotic looking things. They've got like the big teeth. And, yeah. Okay, so, so who's okay. doing this This reboot? The, the movie? Reboot. I didn't write that down <laughs> in the news. Informative. Yep. <laughs> Direct. Steven Smeaven. <laughs> Steven Spielberger. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight. Okay. Uh, before you ask more questions. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of a sad news that the SpongeBob creator Steven Hillenberg or Hillenberg passed away at the age of fifty-seven. Yes. Mm. Now, Ian, you're quite good at doing the SpongeBob uh, impersonation as a as a send-off for Steven. Uh, there's a lot of pressure here. Yeah, it's been do, a while. Do the laugh. You can do it. You can do the laugh. We're going to play this at his funeral. Yeah. <laughs> oh, say God. Gary. Say Gary. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> So Have I, you never seen that? No. What? <laughs> I've never seen it done live before. And it is frightening. It is frightening. <laughs> How do you bend like that? <laughs> like Beckham. <laughs> uh, all right, next piece of news. Uh, give me more. You know, it's lagging. What the hell was that? Number seven. That is That's what a lightning was. bolt from uh, no, I know Mario was. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, this one, I am. I don't know how to necessarily feel about this one, but there are, there are reports that Kingsman 3 is going to be a prequel. What do we think on that? Uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'm so disinterested after the last film. The last film just didn't do anything for me. But neither did Attack of the Clones, and when the Revenge of the Sith came out, everyone was like, this, pretty good. this isn't a Star Wars film. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. They put Star Wars in the, the Kingsman Star Wars edition. I go, fuck it. Let's go watch that. I mean, it's not a bad idea, but, uh, <laughs> but actually, it's, this is all about Colin Firth, right? So this is Colin Firth's mm-hmm. backstory. I wouldn't actually oh. mind that because if it's based when he's like young, so it's yeah. based in like the 60s. Pickles or whatever his name is. If it's based in like the 60s, 70s where like it is spy time, that yeah. could be cool. Spy yeah. time era, you know. I'm thinking really campy James Bond kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. That, that's what they're going to bring like, to it. Super niche cliche. What's the word I'm looking for? Beautiful niche. cover girl. Yeah, that's yeah. A- <laughs> yeah. Easy, breezy. Easy, breezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She showers with Pantene. But I, I got one of my own to keep me clean. Oh, God. 
so good. Such a good vine. Yeah, next piece of news. Oh, is that what that meant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we tail off, that means next. Number six. This one's pretty cool and is now... I thought you were just saying, I want a finger. <laughs> <laughs> In a circular motion. <laughs> Una picture. You don't know what I'm into. <laughs> you like you that, baby? That <laughs> Tom got that reference. <laughs> I, I didn't actually get the reference. Oh. The, the voice, for some reason, when you went, Una picture, I just went, Una bongo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Simpsons where they're going down in a raft and there's all the, the creepy people looking at them and they're not speaking English. And one of them goes... Uh, we could do on una picture, and it's just like maybe they'll like the picture I drew, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just standing there, really intimidating, like una picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, um, but this is actually good news for and now available for all players. The Red Dead Online is now released. Woo! Huzzah! Have you given it a crack yet, Fuzzy? Not yet. We're you, talking about it next week. You fucking better. <laughs> Warning as well, for those of you unaware, next week's episode of Shaking Not Noob will be a spoiler cast for Red Dead Redemption 2. Tom, you were warned previously and you listened to a spoiler. I did. The last episode. Was the last episode? Uh, episode before. The episode before. Yeah. I, well, because I zone out when I'm listening to podcasts and I didn't uh, hear that. Uh, uh, no, that's no, how no. it's going to be. No, no. <laughs> so we're not worth listening. But I listen, we're not worth I listening. The warning's not worth listening to, but the spoiler is. No, I listen and then I hear like a key word that brings me back to it. Spoiler! It, Spoiler's a key word. <laughs> I think that's a key. <laughs> yeah. Skip ahead. Yeah, that's another key Turn phrase. Turn the podcast off yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen really carefully, you can hear Tom digging his own hole. <laughs> dig, dig, dig the hole. <laughs> uh, I've heard uh, some mixed reports on that uh, Red Dead Online. Though. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about the game yet. I know. Wow. <laughs> Uh, go on. We're moving on. Yeah. We've moved <laughs> on already. Oh, Move on. Come back. Too late. <laughs> do you want me to push the button? You didn't do the hand signal. The yeah, buttons. Yeah, the, yeah. the buttons. Oh, picture. <laughs> <laughs> number six. That's the, we're number five here. Oh, God. <laughs> number five. Jesus fucking Christ. Ollie, Ollie please. <laughs> please. 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 Uh, okay, so this has recently been debunked and I've written at the end of my notes, but uh, earlier this week there was a video game website uh, called Game Requirements, which posts uh, uh, game requirements for PC games that are released. A month before E3, Game Requirements posted that Devil May Cry 5 was coming, and then of course we got the trailers for Devil May Cry 5. Uh, and Game Requirements put on their website uh, earlier this week that Superman The World's Finest is coming, which is going to be apparently a rumoured Superman game coming from Rockstar, uh, Rocksteady. And then Rocksteady have now come out uh, today saying that they aren't doing a Superman game and they won't be unveiling it at next week's Game Awards. But also Rocksteady said Jason Todd isn't the Red, Ho- uh, isn't uh, the Arkham Knight, and he totally fucking was. So they're a house of lies. Yeah. Lies upon lies. The, the rumours going around at one point was the game is going to be not for this current gen, but for next gen consoles. And it's going to have the Grand Theft Auto V mechanic of being able to hold down a button and swap to a different character on the fly. Mm. So being able because to play you Batman to... and then swap to Superman or swap to the yeah. Green Lantern or Flash or whoever. Why would you want to do that in a Superman game? I just want to be Superman. Yeah. Mm. Also, yeah. who wants to play Superman? Superman would be fun to play as. <laughs> but I don't think he would be. <laughs> Stop farting <laughs> in the microphone. <laughs> It'd be very hard to play as. I think the only way you could do a Superman game is you do it like sort of the Arkham Origins style that... 
it's Superman in his early years. He isn't fully developed in relation to his powers, and that's as you play the game, he unlocks powers yeah, as you go. Mm. Yeah, but the, I play a Superman like, like with the Spider-Man game. I play a Spider-Man game to be Spider-Man. I want to play a yeah. Superman game to be Superman. I don't, I don't want to learn his powers. I already want to have them. So I've always I've maintained that it's, it's impossible to make a Superman game. To make it good, to make it playable. Unless you yeah. do something like he's been stabbed by Kryptonite and he's quite weak. Or there's something that's caused him to May- be weak. Or maybe he starts losing his powers slowly. That'd be cool. Or in the mm. prequel, he, you know, you have all the powers and mm. then he gets like attacked by like something God of War that two. takes it all away and then he uh, progressively throughout it gets it back. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on to the next piece of news. Una picture. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. This one is very cool, and I am getting more and more excited each time I see sort of uh, clips and promos and designs and stuff releasing for this. But they've officially sort of revealed, and they've got uh, the sort of the the 3D rendering and clippings of it now. Generation one designs for Optimus Prime for the Bumblebee film have oh. been completely shown out, uh, rather than just sort of doing the trailer dissection. What do we think? Fuzzy, you're the big Transformers guy. Oh, yes. i got a big Transformer in my pocket, and I'm happy to see him. <laughs> That's a dildo. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, look, I'm very excited. It is early design phase, so I'm still... I don't know. I'm, I, I, until I see it on the screen, I won't believe it. If it looks like that on the screen, super fucking happy, because it doesn't look anything like the stuff from the Michael Bay crap. And Michael mm. Bay's ones are flat fucking awful. It's simple. Yeah. It looks like the Gen 1 um, Optimus. Optimus. It's just the plain suit. He's got the face mask on. It's going to be awesome. Well, as we said in last week's news as well, like should this film Bumblebee do quite well? And from what we can see, there's a lot of homes to the uh, Hummus. Hummus, yeah. uh, to the Generation 1 designs because we've got Generation 1 looking Bumblebee so on and so forth, yeah. um, is that Travis Knight might direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3, so depending on how this does. So that could be good news as well. Look, uh, the trailers look okay. We'll wait and see. We've yeah. seen, what, 40 seconds, 45 yeah, seconds much. of this? It's, it's not much at all. Keep in mind, John Cena's in this, so don't get your hopes up. On a picture, Ian! Number three. Avengers directors have claimed that Chris Evans is not done playing Captain America. Didn't he say he was done? He said he was the director. No, he didn't actually say Mr. he was. Direct. He didn't actually say Mr. he was finished directing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he actually didn't say he was finished playing Captain America. He just thanked everyone, saying like it's been a wild ride doing Avengers yeah. Four and the, the sort of the emotional ending of it all. Um, but the directors of Avengers Four, which are the Russo brothers, have come out saying he isn't done playing Captain America, and that they've have also, they literally said you're that. Not they have said that, yeah. Mm. And they've also 100 percent confirmed that Loki is dead from Avengers Three. So there was, that that, there was that theory going around that because Loki is right-handed, yet when he attacks Thanos, he uses his left hand, and that Hulk doesn't transform, that actually Bruce Banner is Loki. But I wouldn't believe anything that anybody's saying Don't, surrounding yeah. these yeah. films anyway. Yeah. Um, Not for a single second would I believe anything that comes out as far as news is concerned until the movie comes out. They're going to be... They, it's, it, they've locked it down tight. They're not letting out a single thing until the trailers drop. Yeah. And even then, well, we don't don't trust the trailers. That's because we haven't seen the tra- trailers yet at all. And I know that they were saying they were trying to do something different with the marketing. Yeah. I'm wondering whether... Do you reckon they will just not release one? Well, the problem is Captain this. Marvel is going to lead into what happens in the next Avengers. So uh, Captain Marvel comes out what uh, March, March. Mm. March next year, and then May is Avengers. So 
they can't. They're going to see so much of her in it that you know it's going to be impossible. Uh, they yeah. also had a Q and A Q&A as well for uh, the Avengers three because they did an Avengers three movie screening and they did a Q and A afterwards. Uh, and apparently, the Russo brothers are no longer going to direct comic book films after Avengers four. They've they've done that makes sense. Three, two to th- no, they've done four as of now. Yeah, um, and they were asked like, look, well. Marvel is now getting the rights back to the X-Men and the Fantastic Four from Fox. Would you be up for directing them? And the Rooster Brothers turned around and said, we're only going to direct one film, and that's if we get the green light, Secret Wars. And the crowd went fucking nuts. Um, But who knows? Mm. 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 That would be interesting. Tasty. Secret Wars is where Spider-Man gets his black suit from. Interesting. Uh, Una picture. You want me to figure? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Figure me. Spit on it. Number two. Ian's going to be quite excited for this one. <laughs> that sound effect was just... Um, <laughs> I'm going to be excited Woo! for this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spicy. Ian's going to be probably quite excited for this one. Uh, is this just then? Oh, <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Little bitty accident. <laughs> Little bitty accident. Uh, there is going to be a Blade Runner animated series coming, uh, I believe, produced by the Cowboy Bebop guys. Uh, they're going to be 13 episodes and 30 minutes of length. Uh, Ian, you're the massive, massive Blade Runner fan. What do you think? I wouldn't say massive, massive Blade Runner fan, but I am a fan of. You that dream world. of electric sheep? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Fucking Android. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Um, after, particularly after 24 I have so <sighs> many I have so many questions that I brought up brings on me a lot of joy of film. from the first film <laughs> it's great because Duty doesn't get that joke at all that's okay because he won't watch 2049 <laughs> Tim from the San Diego School of Film has threatened having me back on just for that film it's a great film but no I haven't actually seen there is an animated Short, short, yeah. But I haven't actually seen it. I don't know if it's any good. Fuzzy, have you seen it? Oh, look, I I haven't seen the short yet, but I have seen the. Uh, they did a bunch of preview um, movies, short ets or whatever they're called, or minuets beforehand. Yeah. They were the uh, actual film ones. Yeah, right? for yeah. before twenty forty nine. So it's a bunch of stuff filmed yeah. at the same time with the same cast and everything, and they were great because they gave a really a good bunch of backstory that could have been in twenty forty nine, um, and wasn't included for some strange reason. Yeah. Uh, but well, they were done by different directors and everything. Yeah, and it, but it was great. It was such good content. I think if they keep doing that kind of stuff, absolutely on yeah. board for because there's a really rich world to to investigate. That's the thing. That sounds like what cool they did. World. It sounds like what they did for Alien Covenant. Was it, it? Yeah, yeah, and they did for similar. the uh, the Matrix as well when mm. they did um, the, the other Matrix. Yeah, yeah the Animatrix, which the first couple of those were great. The rest were shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have some honourable mention pieces of news, or, or one really, is that uh, Warner Brothers are going to make, and they've green-lighted a film before... You sound really happy about this already. Uh, it's not that. It's one of those going, we're going to do a Nightwing film. We've got a director. That's it. Um, and they've had a director for years. But uh, they're going to be doing a Blue Beetle film. So Blue Beetle, uh, you can play him in the Injustice film. Running out, aren't they? To, yeah. This is the reason why, to appeal to the Latino market, because the current Blue Beetle is a Latino. That is why... They, okay. They've said yes. that? That's what... Because they've said, we're, we're going to do Blue Beetle and it's going to be Jaime. His name is Jamie, but as he's Latino, he's pronounced Jaime. It's going to be the Jaime Blue Beetle and everyone's just gone, so you're appealing solely to the Latino market. 
using that character. Why can't you just bring in like other characters into the existing universe rather than just making a film about something that nobody cares about? Mm. I have no, I have no idea. What I don't even doing. know anything about the character mm. besides the fact he's, he's basically lame. Iron Man. He's similar, as, yeah, to Iron yeah. Man. An alien scarab lands on his back and plants himself into his spine, and then talks to him, and then covers him in armor and weapons and so on and so forth. So <laughs> somewhere between Venom and Iron Man, <laughs> you could have coughed basically. on Mike. That would have been the appropriate response <laughs> to all of that. Basically, yeah. So it looks kind of interesting. I don't know what Warner Brothers doing. To be honest, I'm as much as I, I love DC characters and the DC comic books at the moment are fucking outstanding compared to some of the Marvel books we're getting right now. But they're movies and there's poor business decisions. I'm like, literally, keep your comic rights where you are. Sell your fucking film rights to Marvel or like do something with keep your, your film rights. Keep your rights in your pants. you are fucking your fucking <clears throat> film rights. Apparently, Aquaman is very, very good. People are saying like it is a Marvel level quality of good. But I've, I've heard said early reviews are, yeah. like sound amazing, but yes, early you're reviews right. are yeah phase one Marvel could, which, and they're all yeah. shills as well, right? <laughs> all people that have been paid to be there. Yeah. So yeah, we haven't received our check yet, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we have our number one piece of news. Number one. Is that the same <laughs> sound effect as number ten, but it's the more built-up version of it? No, number 10. Because that's the Zelda. Do you want me to go back to number 10? It's just the sound effect, yeah. Number 10. That sound effect. Oh, that's like a door unlocking or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know a little bit. Uh, You've done something. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Daredevil (laughs) has been cancelled at Netflix. Yes, I saw that. Just after season three. I've just started watching season three. I'm about four episodes in and it's fucking... Disney's over here like... (laughs) It's it's flat out at Daredevil, step into my office. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so you heard about what happened with all of this? Go on. Yeah, they, they actually went in to pitch season four. So they went and pitched to oh, Netflix wow. and they said, here's what we've got for season four. And the next day they got cancelled. Wow. Oh. So, <laughs> same, same thing happened with Luke Cage. They wrote Luke Cage out. They pitched it to Netflix. Netflix went, nah. So, and yeah. Luke Cage ended on a massive, massive cliffhanger as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I'd be curious to know their viewing numbers because, like, I feel like they've just gone down and down since, like, Daredevil Season 2. Yeah. yeah. Season 2 started so strong and then went, we're going to go on an Electra story. And you could literally hear people's brains fart. Like, it was like, <laughs> ugh. Mm. Like, I think a lot of those shows, like, from what I had seen of the views, it was like Season 1 was really high mm. and then it, it, like, halved... And then just kept halving but each th- season. That's also the thing. When Netflix arrived in Australia, season one of Daredevil had already been out for quite some time. So as soon as yeah. people signed up to Netflix in Australia, some people signing up solely for Daredevil. That's mm. my, what I did. Daredevil season two, I didn't watch it straight away. Same with all the other shows. I'm like, cool. I finished what I'm currently watching. Yeah. Now I'm going to go watch yeah. that. So that apparently they're not going to lose the rights to screen it or show it on. They're not on losing the, net- the rights yeah. to their current seasons. That That's correct. On there. Um, but yeah, apparently the the big story is that that they're just getting charged out the asshole to play like uh, broadcasting rights yeah. to to have these characters out there. So that every time mm. they screen them, it's just like you know a few hundred million dollars or whatever to, yeah, to put this out there. It. And they just they go well the, the viewing numbers are good, but they're not that good that we yeah. can financially support this. But I mean they pay you know they pay ninety million dollars. For that um, that latest movie, Outlaw King, that came out um, with Chris Pine, uh, yeah, yeah. which is like Braveheart essentially. But the, so the, the production quality of that film is insane. By the yeah. way, it they've, is they've got money there, but yeah. they, I think they just go right. We're just not getting the numbers through, and a 
eventually, I don't even know if Disney's going to do anything well, with it. Well, well uh, the the press yeah. release from from Netflix as well is like we're very thankful for the staff on Dead. As like we will see more of Dead. Like you will see more of him. He is going to remain in the Marvel universe, mm. but he's he's not getting a season four. So, so that's def- me thinking Defenders. No, because they've also said no more Defenders as well okay. because Defenders had a low run. And I'm thinking that because Marvel's getting all their rights back to their characters, they're no longer wanting to expand out to Netflix. They're just going to take all their characters back and go, cool, if you want to know the origin-esque stories of these characters, you go to Netflix. You want to know what happens next, you come to Disney+. Plus. Well, I'm just wondering at the moment whether they'll actually keep the Netflix stories as canon. I'm wondering whether if, if those all sort of cut off and stuff, whether Disney's like... Uh, we want Daredevil back. We're going to use Daredevil. Well, they're in the MCU and they're they're in the 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 movie continuity as well because <laughs> yeah. they always talk about the the attack on New York and the big green guy. Yeah, but it doesn't stop them from cutting out those TV series. It does. Right, kind of. But you think about it. Think about all the other bad mentions that they've had. <laughs> you know, think about that old Ben Affleck Daredevil. Like, yeah, they want to see good Daredevil. Yeah. It's good promotion for them. And Charlie so if they have is a, good. Yeah, he's great. So if they have good promotion that exists. Don't fucking cut that off. That's free press for them to go, hey, that's good over here. Like you say, come and see the next level of yeah, Daredevil true, over true. here. So, you know, and they, there's no nothing stopping them getting that same actor to come across. No. So, is the only one that's left now Jessica Jones? True. Jessica Jones Season <laughs> 3 and Punisher Season 2. Okay. They're the only two left at the moment. And, of course, most likely that, a couple that, of weeks after they air... They've been cancelled. Well, I'm just going to say, well, Pun- Punisher season two will probably actually get my attention. That's the only one that I actually. No one's interested in Jessica Jones anymore. Not sure. after no. season two. I did watch yeah. season two, and Fuzzy's flat out warned me, going, "Season two is boring it's as fuck great. until the last four episodes." Yeah, and then it's okay. It's not. It's, oh, <laughs> it's a yeah. long way to wait to, for okay though. So. Yeah, it is. But it's I'm, a long slog. I'm really hoping that if Marvel uh, or Marvel Disney are getting their rights back, that of course we get a fucking Heroes for Hire because that one episode in Luke Cage season two is fucking. <laughs> Awesome. You, you just, really want every this. episode you keep harping on about this. Oh. Commando, Dead by Daylight. Yeah. I think he's got some like shares and fucking heroes I for think hire. He does. Right? <laughs> I do have the first book of it. Power first and nine, man. <laughs> Together at last. So like, yeah, they get surrounded <laughs> by a heap of guys, and then he just goes patty cake. It's like yeah, and it's <laughs> like that Iron Man, Captain America shield scene it looks fucking sick. <laughs> Give it a watch. Uh, but of course, Cough. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Another week. Another incognito ad read. Who have you organised for us this time? Uh, this week I have organised duty. Hey. <laughs> I half expected fuzzy, but that's fine. <laughs> Struggling with that one. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Okay, guys. Well, if you're not aware, Incognito Comics are our sponsors for Shaken Not Nerd, and they're your leading collectibles, action figure, and authenticated comic book retailers and longtime friends of the show. Pow. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been that bean I had for dinner. <laughs> so, of course, on Boxing Day in Australia, we're having on Aquaman. What day? Boxing Day. <laughs> 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 we're having Aquaman come out, and people are starting to get very excited for it. Well, if you want to read some Aquaman, head over to Incognito. Dom and Ozzy are the approachable, friendly, and lovely owners that will help you rain, hail, or shine to get the comics that you want. <laughs> I've commissioned them to help find me Amazing Spider-Man number 365, which is the first appearance of Carnage, as well as the first appearance of Scott Lang Ant-Man, the Heroes for Hire number one, Spider-Man 2099, and they've already found them fucking all. And these are old wow. books as well. These aren't brand new books. 
Uh, their website is easy to use for, and they can be your one-stop shop for all your nerdy needs. To, and if you can't find what you're looking for, of course, they'll help you wherever they can. Same as me. You can head over to <laughs> www.incognito.com. Are you working there now? Just <laughs> getting shared in that too. Tell us. Come see if you Feel free to email shakenotnerdpod at gmail.com. Asking Duty just to do yeah, things. Just and he'll do, do them. Things. He'll do them for you. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Duty, I would like some stars. If, no, hang on. If you send me an email saying... Don't ask for fucking stars! <laughs> if, you send me an, one rule. if you send me an email saying, Dear Duty, I will read it out on the show. That's a promise. That's a shake and not nerd promise. <laughs> uh, you can head over to www.incognitocomics.com.au or search Incognito Comics on all your social media platforms. Of course, another little piece of extra news is Ollie is not here on this week's episode. I owe him... <laughs> 36 stars. Yeah. He's not here. As he is not here, I'm going to put his stars on his microphone. I think that's fair. Uh, that's, that seems that fair. That is totally fair. fair. Yeah. Tom owes him 36 as well. Hashtag I stars for I Oliver. I owe him more than that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, as this episode keeps going, I have here 252 superstar stickers. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Some of them are glittery, which he will not be receiving. He will be getting <laughs> The glittery ones. The good will ones be used. are for me. <laughs> the glittery it's a ones special will be used boy. for special occasions, such as putting them around his cinema. <laughs> yeah, you can totally hear that. <laughs> Tom, um, what's the theme yeah. this week's weekly theme? The theme this week's weekly theme. While I put stars on Ollie's mic. <laughs> the theme of this week is Assassin's Creed Two. <laughs> Minus <One>. the assassins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't get it. Keep going, I'm, I'm putting stickers. Oh, okay. Rocky, please don't go to Mars and fight the Martian. I gotta do what I gotta do. But there's no oxygen on Mars. Yeah? That means there's no oxygen for him either. That Martian <laughs> wants a fight, he'll get a fight. You can't win, Rock! You're 60 years old! Hey, look what Rocky bought me with his money! <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> wow. <Four. laughs> it might take a while. <laughs> I, I owe him 47. Do you, want, do you want the real one? Five. Give us the real one. Well, we've right. we got to take a while. We'll do the real one. Pat it out. Wait, are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe right. we'll come in from a quick break with that. While Wait, are you ready? That. Wait, are we ready? <laughs> yeah. Right, ready. Wait, okay. Not ready. Okay, wait. Now maybe, we're ready. Maybe. Okay. I, th- I think we're ready. We're gonna... <laughs> We're cutting all this out, right? Oh my god, that's so frustrating. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Seamless. All right. All right. So, <laughs> originally, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> for those of you joining us for Shaking Not Nerd for the, the first episode, congratulations! Welcome aboard. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. Um, episode 95. We originally had another plan, but we will save it because we do not want to ruin it. Save it. It will be used most likely for next week or something like that. Uh, but it was changed <laughs> on the fly because Mr. Johnson and Mr. Fuzzy Dan wanted to watch Creed. Because we have yeah. testosterone, right? Masculine, we're manly men. I'm so fucking manly. Sometimes. Ah, hence the tights. 
Oh. Packing heat. Yes. We're <laughs> 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 butch. Um, but we are talking Creed 2, which of course is the sequel to Creed, which is a spin off of the Rocky saga. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Rocky verse. It's pretty simple, guys. <laughs> Vaughn did not know what it was, and I don't think she's seen a single Rocky film. Wow, well, see, it's there's not like a you problem. have to. Neither is Tom. No, I haven't. I don't think you've you have not to seen have a single one. I haven't seen a single one. What? I haven't, so, I haven't even seen Creed one. Uh, yeah, I watched Creed one this. But week. you know what? That kind of gives us. I think that's kind of like a, like we've all, three of us have seen. Creed 1. And Rockies. And the Rocky movies. But by having someone that hasn't seen any of the other movies, that's a good, you know, outsider's exactly. opinion. Yeah. Yes. We deliberately did that. Outsider's <laughs> opinion. We knew what we yeah. were doing. We totally knew. Yeah, we got we're, this. We're professionals. We got it. <laughs> outsider <laughs> opinion. Tom, you're no longer on the show. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, Whoa. Fine. Wow. It's brutal. It's fast around here. Gotta keep up. <laughs> that's what you get for trying to give make me give Ollie extra stars. <laughs> Hashtag stars for Oliver. If you want to get involved, hashtag stars for Oliver. The more we get it out there, the better it will be. And let's be honest. Get it trendy, people. Would you have? You wouldn't have got the stars today. I didn't get the stars today. I got them yesterday. Yeah, you wouldn't have bought them had we not pushed so hard for them. I, in fact, what I did... He's a pusher. He pushes me. Sometimes off cliffs, sometimes towards stars. Hey, man. You want some stars? You want to be a... Don't you? (laughs) And if they say no, then he pushes them off the cliff. It's fine. He's a fixer. Reach for the stars. (laughs) All right, we were talking about Vera. Creed 2. Creed 2. Creed 2. Of course, so this movie is the sequel to Creed 1. Ian, do you want to give a brief synopsis of Creed 1? So for those who aren't familiar with Creed... uh, Aware of it. Creed yep. is the, um, what's the word called? If The bastard child. Yep. <laughs> oh, yes. It is, yeah. Well, I it mean, is. accurate. Technically, yes. it is. The bastard child of the infamous. Um, infamous? He's famous. All right, famous. Yeah. Famous uh, Mr. Creed. Apollo Creed. <laughs> Mr. Creed is his father. <laughs> Mr. Creed is his father. Um, and this Creed is Adonis Creed, uh, who grew up. Not knowing he was a Creed until he was like 12 or something. Six. Six. He looked old for six, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, he finds out, you know, he wants to be a boxer. Um, He's living the high life off his papa's money. And uh, but he wants to make a name for himself. So he's been fighting in Mexico in the first one for a while. And then eventually he comes and uh, comes up to Mr. Rocky and he's like, yeah, Rocky, uh, fucking train me. And Rocky's like, all right, you know what? Rocky's like, yo. Yo. Hey, yo. And I did that. so he trains him and then he uh has a big upset and almost wins just like in the original Rocky movie. Yeah. And uh this is a sequel to that and uh and it's different. Slightly. Fair enough. Uh, Fuzzy you are, I would assume a, a decent Rocky fan. Oh yeah. What is the story of Creed Two? Of Creed Two. Okay, so Creed Two, he is now like a like everyone's taking him seriously after he almost won the fight from the uh, Creed One, uh, and now he's challenging the first fighters to challenge for the heavyweight title, and he wins, and he's the new heavyweight champion of the world. But little does he know on the um, in over in fucking Kiev or wherever Ukraine in the Ukraine. That's the one. Kiev. <laughs> Kiev. <laughs> that's chicken. I'm hungry now. <laughs> so hungry. Um, Ivan Drago has been secretly training up his son 
Baby Drago? Victor. Victor, Victor Drago. Baby That's Drago. <laughs> Let's call Sparrow it Baby. the Drago. <laughs> Sparrow the Drago <laughs> has been secretly training and uh, to to take on uh, Apollo Creed's son and uh, defeat him like his dad did, but and maybe kill him. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, and yes, basically, it's it's about them and how they fight each other, and it's. Yeah, there we go. That's yeah. the general story. Mm. If you haven't yeah. seen Rocky Four, it's probably one of the greatest fights in cinema history. Rocky Four. Yeah, where where uh, Rocky, Rocky single handedly brings down Soviet Russia. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, we can all come together and be like people and stuff. <laughs> it's, it was the greatest single speech ever given by an American in Russia. He's so fucking ripped in that film as well. Yeah. It's what crazy. I also love is that he made that speech in Russia and no one had any... Uh, he, I, he, I speak English, I don't fucking know what he's saying. Yeah. There was points watching Creed 1 because Ian, Ian introduced I didn't me. understand what you just said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ian showed me Creed 1 during the week and there was a point where it's like, we legit need subtitles, we don't know what he's saying. Some parts. Yeah. yeah. Really? I did lose my shit though because Rocky... Uh, it's just in Creed 1 there is a, what do dick. you know about uh, Apollo Creed? And he just... <laughs> First thing Rocky says, great. <laughs> great. Yeah, he's great. great. It just makes me think of Big Bad. Hey, great. Good guy. Andrew, this is cookie. <laughs> I will say, for as much as he's mumbling his way through this movie, Sylvester Stallone is fucking amazing. Are we yeah. jumping into pros? Yep. Pros. Yep. Pro, he, is, he, he is acting his absolute nuts off and is giving the best performance of his entire Rocky career. The best like performance he, of a career? Well, the best performance of my career. <laughs> Keep I, in mind, he, he almost got... You know, uh, an award for Creed One. Yeah, he was nominated. Yeah, I mean, he he was fantastic in this film. Uh, they he's clearly cherry picking a lot of the lines for uh, yeah. for himself. Uh, he's Clint Eastwooding it a little bit. He is yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I, I think, like, I watched this with my lovely lady person Hannah, and she was saying uh, that the first Creed he was very quippy, lots of li- little one liners and stuff like that. They gave him a couple in this one. There was a, a light bulb joke that I'm sure we can ruin. I mean, they to the light bulb. How many men did it take to screw in a light bulb? No, I'm not telling the joke. It's, it, There's yeah. also one of the best jokes ever that nobody who hasn't seen the first Creed would actually have fully understood. Yeah. Tom, at the very start of Creed 2, mm-hmm. where his partner comes into a, his locker room and yep. then signs, uh, have yeah. you had a shit yet? Did that go over here? Well, I, I just figured for some reason it was good to have a shit before getting into a fight. I thought that was a logical scenario. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> this is true. There's a scenario that happened. Did you get punched in the ring and shitting yourself? He, did he prove himself for the first one? <laughs> no. No. It's just a nervous pre-fight shit It's that just like has, a real so. serious, like, about to go into a big fight scenario. And then it just, like, the whole movie just, like, cuts. He goes... Get these gloves off me. It's like, what do you want? I'm going to take a shit. <laughs> you can either wipe my ass or take these gloves off. Yeah. It's, yeah. There was a lot of, like, I, I think this was very self-referential, this movie. Like, entirely self-referential. Mm. And if, for those who've seen it in the past, all the other Rocky movies, fantastic. I was like, I know this bit. I know this bit. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Well, let's say, as, as someone who hasn't seen the rest of them, I don't think I actually needed to. Okay. At all, at no. All. Yeah, no, fair enough. Which is good. Rocky films are quite like that. they they're... they're they're connected, but you can see them separately. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought just in general, if you look specifically at that point, the, the shit one, I was just like, you can put two and two together with that one. Yeah, I don't, but don't it's, not, it's not really... Yeah, you don't want to shit yourself in the ring. <laughs> but, like, that's not really... It more confused not, me when she started signing at the start because it, it doesn't actually establish that part. No, it of oh, yeah. It no. does, because you see her put the earpiece in. It's the first thing you see her do. Okay, maybe I didn't know. You that. might just not. But, it, but it, like it was that a joke, big storyline in the first one. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the point of the th- shit thing is it's not a joke unless you've seen the first one. Yeah. 
It's still pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, it's just stupid. I mean, she hasn't said hi to him. She just walks up to him and signs, have you taken the a shit, shit yet? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Who regardless. is this chick and why does she care about my pooping? <laughs> He's got a poop girl? <laughs> poop girl? I, I need a poop girl. <laughs> I think you just need a girl. Got, Let's not get too specific right now. I got now. tummy pants if you hide my poop. <laughs> I dare you to learn. What's the other positives? <laughs> uh, look, let's talk about the main cast for this one. The other main cast: uh, Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson. Holy shit! Yeah, great. Holy shit! And okay. Michael Michael B. Jordan looks amazing in this film. You think how good uh, Sylvester Stallone looked as Rocky, like the original series? Yeah, the original. This yeah. is him plus something. Like this man is super cut. He's yeah. very cut. And uh, I don't know if he's the size of. Rocky. Stallone was a bit more well. Rocky in the first one was a bit shortier and stockier, but then yeah. as you watch like you watch well, Rocky this Four, this is like modern day boxer body. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You watch Rocky Four, and you can tell that Stallone's had steroids; like he's unnaturally ripped. Yeah. yeah, but this is just like no, you you look that looks normal for Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he looks he looks incredible, and yeah, like all of the training montages which Rocky has been uh, come to known for, been known for, is just. Even uh, Rocky had a <laughs> I must say, was I the only one after actually seeing Michael B. Jordan ripped and doing the boxing thing going, maybe I should do boxing? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, was sitting there, I was sitting there eating my popcorn going, this is great. This Ian, is a fine physical specimen of a man. <laughs> I'm fucking hot. Ian, Ian and I noticed, uh, Ian and I went to Chadston. Uh, oh, the fashion capital. Fucking the fashion brag. Capital. <laughs> and uh, after the movie finished, we noticed every single guy walked out of the cinema with their chest puffed. Yeah. Oh, Every yeah. guy walked out with going, fucking Raisinette's chest out. I'm, I'm as big as him. <laughs> yeah, I could take him on. Okay. No, I could totally win in a fight. You're throwing out <laughs> half your tub of popcorn. You couldn't even finish that off. <laughs> um, other positives for me. Um, massive fan of the choreography, the fight choreography for this new series. They, uh, The fights look yeah. fucking great. Yeah. The punches look like they're landing. Uh, mm. There's a couple of the slow-mo shots where they hit them and the, that's you can yeah. see some CGI in that. But like when you compare it to the old ones that are <laughs> kind of hard to watch, they hard, in yeah. some aspects. I'll probably, yeah. I, I would add it more to the negatives section, but I just want to quickly touch on it because you've said it. Did you actually like the slow-mo bits? No, they shut the people no. up behind me. Huh? I had a group of girls behind me that would not stop talking, but as soon as someone got whacked and went boom and slowed down, they just went... Oh fuck! I, think I feel it like it was been, very unnecessary. It was uh, done yeah. a bit too much, I think. It was yeah. a signature of the original, like Rocky series, was these slow mo shots. But it was just slow motion camera, like you know, looked like you were actually getting punched. And this one was clearly CGI and overdone. So yeah, yeah. no, I hear your point to it, and probably. But the, the rest of the uh, the fighting looked amazing. Mm. It was yeah. it was fast. You felt some of the big punches that were yeah. coming in. Yeah, and there was a couple of fights where the you know, sound is amazing. Oh the yeah, fight scenes as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, very visceral fighting. And, like, uh, it's like when you watch a, a really good kung fu movie and, mm. like, people are, yeah. Yeah, you can see those and you go, Kung Pao into the fist? Yeah, exactly, like I was saying. Good kung fu movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you see you see the actual moves and they look amazing and this, like, looked realistic from what you'd yeah. expect from yeah. an actual boxing fight. Mm. They look great. Ian? Uh, I have, again, also lots of positives for this movie. Uh, the choreography and... Like I touched on, the sound particularly for me is something that I love about um, the the first one of this and mm. this new one. The sound is you feel the punches. Oh yeah, especially really when Spyro do. the Drago's like punching him. <laughs> yeah, you can oh. feel that. Like this is he's because he's a Hulk of a person mm. and he's punching him. and You just feel this big thump. 
I think what they yeah. what they've really nailed is they really know when to use those sounds to make you un like uncomfortable. Mm. So there's a lot of scenes where they're slacking themselves up in the back and it's quiet and you just hear them smacking their gloves together. Oh, yeah. And they use that as a cut to get into the scene and it goes, oh, yeah, all right, I'm focusing. Yeah. They mm. do they do that really well to draw your attention to the movie and I think they, they use the sound and music in this movie really quite well. There was no point in this where I went, uh, that sounds bad. That mm. That's not a good song choice. Even, oh, yeah, the, the music was great. Well, when you have these montages, right, you, it, it's hit or miss depending on how well the music works with mm. the editing and the scene yeah. itself. So, you know, some when you look back at some of the old Rocky movies, sometimes the songs are classics and sometimes... Don't you fucking shit on what I'm thinking you're shitting on. What? No. Can you tell me, you know, some of the songs just aren't as good as the others? And, I'm not and, shitting and, on any and, of them and, in particular. Yeah, in Creed, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you think about, like, you know, the theme from Rocky got played over and over again, like, ad nauseum in the first yeah. few movies, and then Eye of the Tiger came along, and that exactly. was, like, every second scene, it's fucking Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, like, just play something just different. Something so they had, different. like, two songs, and exactly. this one had, like, they 20. Had a, they had a bunch of songs in this one, which is good. Yeah. And just the sound in general was fantastic for this film. The other real positive I had... Um, was regarding the relationship with his girlfriend, but more so not necessarily their relationship, but how it plays on her as a mother and her worry as, uh, as a mother yeah. of what that child might inherit without... Yeah, I don't know if it's going to go into spoilers. Yeah, I think a little bit, yeah. yeah. But yes, I see where you're coming yeah. from because it, it harkens back that, to the original um, Apollo, um, Apollo Creed fighting and stuff. So yeah. like, there's a lot of stuff going on there's there. There's a lot of things. And I think that's what these movies have always done well is, yes, there's boxing. Yes, there's a testosterone festival movie happening here. But also there's some really great drama Absolutely. that tugs hard on your heartstrings. Yeah. And it, Back to Rocky One, like Rocky yeah, One was Rocky One was, yeah. was more drama award. than boxing. Yeah. yeah, and arguably this movie is as well. I think uh, the dramatic stuff in this movie is really well done, it's and the pool stuff. I just want to say, visually, when he's in the pool, I was like, "Damn it, that water looks fucking nice." This <laughs> <laughs> oh, was yeah. the weirdest thing ever, but like, I just liked how that looked. Yeah. Mr. Cummins? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to say first up, just in general, they've done very well at making this film accessible to somebody who hasn't seen the other films at yep. all. Nice. That's Good to know. And to be honest, uh, I know enough and have seen enough about it. For instance, like when uh, there's a point where Rocky talks about the tiger in the zoo. Yeah. And it's like, I know that. I know all that sort of stuff because you can't, you, you can't not know some of Rocky in general. Uh, I think, yeah, the, the entire cast, I really did enjoy most of them. I thought they were all really good. I actually, funnily enough, boxing film, but really loved um, Tessa Thompson singing. Yeah. 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 I don't know whether that was her, but she was. I don't know. I think Damn I, I good. Think it is her, yeah. And clear. Mr. Google. Mr. Google. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. She was voice amazing. Yeah, uh, one, one thing. More singing. More singing. <laughs> More than the first, actually. She did less singing in the first one. What, did she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, there was like one scene. There was really the only one. kind of, yeah, one scene. I, uh, yeah. Um, other than that, so the villains, I guess you could say villains, but I mean like they're... <laughs> Russia. <laughs> oh, I didn't even touch on... Uh, I didn't um, even touch on that stuff. Russia. I think they, like, to me, did, did a very good job of making them, well, somewhat... Sympathetic. Yep. Yeah. Mm. 
and I, I think that was really good and I think they've sort of come along with the trends of modern cinema where that exactly. is sort of a requirement of it because I, I, I don't is so is Ivan Drago in the original one is he's he in just Rocky Ford? flat villain no but he's just flat, right. villain. flat villain like nothing one dimensional there's, there's, flat villain there's really. no way you can he's sort of like uh, in Dirty Harry there's no way you can like the bad guy there's no real way you can in, like to Ivan put Drago. into into like literal terms um, in that film he kills Apollo Creed and then looks down to Rocky who's holding his body and says if he dies he dies like it's like as super villain like, as you can get like you know yeah. in, in, in Rocky like, in the wasn't yeah, sympathetic yeah. Just, just before the fight starts they go touch gloves or whatever and Apollo Creed goes to slam the top of Ivan Drago's gloves and slams down on the top of his fist and his fists don't move at all and he just goes I must break you He's yeah. just like this man shit. mountain terminator of a human being. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. Okay, so so if that is the case, they have done a very good job at pivoting Updating. and making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess overall, what people have already said, I think Sylvester Stallone was really good in it. I mm. I thought he did a phenomenal job in it. Um, As was that scene, I thought with um when he ha- he spoke to Dolph Lundgren when they're in the restaurant and they're having like that standoff and he's like starting to threaten him and stuff. I thought that was re- like, actually mm. quite tense. There was yeah. some really good acting from and both of them. And then when his son came in, I was like, oh. Oh, oh shit! No. Rocky no. about to get beat down. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, "Don't you dare!" Rocky about to get rocked. But, but like, honestly, if if the if old Russian competitors that used to fight Rocky rock up, and then Rocky's beaten up in his restaurant, who's it gonna be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, just quickly as well, uh, Tessa Thompson was credited with one of the songs on the soundtrack. Oh, so, oh okay. uh, as, as as with so uh, a song, a track called Midnight. Her main one. So I don't know. I don't yeah, know it, it could be because she does one of the uh, the entrance songs. It's yeah. probably not mm. too much of a spoiler. No, uh, she she does an entrance song, and it's quite that scene it's was really fantastic with mm. the lighting. Mm. Or oh, oh, yeah, incredible. Uh, uh, yes, and uh, I quite I quite enjoy this because of the film focuses on uh, Adonis Creed. Um, Rocky, of course, does not box, and the one thing that just tugged at the heartstrings constantly is Rocky is in his old school hat. And he's got that little fucking ball that he had. Oh, from the, the little ball. squash ball, yeah. He's got the little squash ball that he just bounces off everything. And I'm like, oh. He, he had that in like the original films when he wasn't boxing. That's it was one of his training aids to learn. Did he have it learn. in Creed 1, though? Because I don't even remember. Uh, Creed 1, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Did, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. had it all the way through. I think he's in he the doctor's office. I know he's always had it, but I don't remember off the him wall. having it. It was yeah. one of the things that he used to bounce around to keep yeah. him. Like, it was about keeping his balance and keeping him on his toes and stuff like that. So it was a training aid for boxing. But it's it's... Be, like the, uh, Sylvester Sloan is outset. Like there is no single fault from any actor in this film. I don't think it's just it's outstanding. No, like, absolutely, you're, you're absolutely right. And oh. um, Felicia Rashad in here too. Oh uh, yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Doctor Cosby. What? <laughs> 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 she was Ms. Cosby in uh, the Cosby Show. Was she? Yes. Oh. Yeah. At one point, she slept about, through most of it. You're talking about the Russia Russia lady. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, uh, Adonis's mum. Oh uh, right, yes, yeah, yep, yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I liked it. Sort of, it's, it's. I think this is one of those films as well. It's similar to Back to the Future Two, where you literally watch the first one, then you go watch the second one. Like that's what Ian and I did. That's and what the, I did the same thing. Yeah. The first film was like cool. Uh, Adonis is being cocky. He bets his Mustang on a fight. He loses a fight, and then the opening scene of Creed Two is he wins the championship, and then he gets his Mustang back. Like it's, it, yeah, it's like a Back to the Future. It works great back to back. Or the original Rockies, one yeah. and two back to back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I really, really liked it. But unfortunately, it's time to move on to the negatives. If anyone did have any negatives when it comes to this film, fuzzy. Uh, okay, the the only negative for me, and I, I I think is how 
heavily they they played on the tropes of the previous movies. Yep. And they've there's only so many directions they can go because this is the eighth instalment of Rocky now. They've played out these, you know, the possibilities of how these fights can go. Yeah. And they kind of it got to a point where I'm like, okay, are we doing spoilers yet? Or? Not yet. Okay, not yet. There's, there's, <laughs> a, there's a point in the, about halfway through the movie where I was like, this is halfway through the movie. There's only one way this can go. Yeah. There's a, there's one direction this can happen. And it just, it just seemed to be very... Um, on rails almost, do you know? You I, sort of, I, I thought it was extremely predictable. I sort the of disagree with the result of that, but I'll get into the spoilers. Oh, yeah, well, when we talk about spoilers, we'll talk about that. But yes, like Hannah and I were sitting there talking to each other in the movie and just like we're spoiling it going. You knew we knew where it was going to go. We knew exactly yeah. where it was going to go. It was telegraphed. And even still, uh, I thought it was enjoyable. Apart but, from one element, yeah. I will say apart from one element. But having, yeah. having seen all of the movies and a big fan of the series, you could see exactly what was going to happen almost right before it was there. So yeah. That was that was the only downside for me. Everything else was I I was blown away. So yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of my negatives are probably like you said. It ticks the boxes of like it's very predictable. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the other negatives I have are because I'm comparing it to Creed One, and yeah. I think that's a fair comparison. To Absolutely, make. Yeah. it is. You yeah. do the same thing um, with you, all of this. Exactly. And you have to do that if you're comparing it as a film. You have to compare it to its likes. Yeah. Um, and, and for that reason, to me, it's not quite as good as Creed 1. Okay. And okay. the main reasons for that, number one had equally good choreography, but what it had that upped it over this one was it had exactly fantastic got. cinematography to back that up. Yeah. If there was amazing fight scene... Mostly aiming this at you, Tom, but like in general, <laughs> for people that might not have seen it, there's an amazing cinematography where it looks like the entire fight is one shot, mm. and it's so well done. It has all the punyon. It's like a Tarantino film quality. Like it's constant one. I, yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. tricked because um, yeah. it's too long, uh, but it still has all the quality in terms of the fight that you get in this one. You have all the same sound, the same hits, fantastic choreography, just without the but cuts. You, yeah, without yeah. the cuts, and it just. It's beautiful. Mm. It's amazing to watch. Nice. Um, and there's a lot of other things that that film, just cinematography and director-wise, was above this one. Yeah. This okay. one was a little bit cookie-cutter. Okay. But I will say, you know, in that cookie-cutter, it did kind of break it a little bit by modernizing it, like Tom said, by making the enemies, so to speak, the antagonists, a bit more relatable, showing a fair chunk of time as well, yeah. I'll say. On that relationship, mm. really helped modernize this film, yeah, mm. and bring it really nicely into a modern age. I, I did yeah. like that because um, Tom, you haven't seen Rocky uh, Four. Is they've got the training montage in Rocky Four. They've Bam got dude. what Stallone is doing, and then what Drago is doing at the gym. Stallone is doing similar as to what's in Creed Two. Drago is in like a modern high tech gym, and he's actually doing steroids and shit like that. And it doesn't have that for this film. There's no okay. negative impact in relation to like, well, he's cheating because he's using steroids. Yeah. yeah, I will say as well with the negatives that um, some of the performances there weren't as good, and I think that's only just because you're comparing it to the fantastic performances that were in this. But it's mostly um, the quote unquote Russians. <laughs> Um, Like, yes, they spoke Russian uh, and they had the subtitles and everything, but particularly that dinner scene Mm. wasn't great for me. It felt a bit forced. It felt a bit forced and a bit... I'm not sure. It just didn't really work well. I think it could have worked better if they just had reshot it, told the actor who's playing uh, Drago's son, Victor Drago, isn't it? 
Yep. Um, Spyro the Dragon. Uh, don't, like, if they had told him how to be an actor, that would have been nice. <laughs> he just, he he failed that scene, in my opinion. Um, everywhere else he does okay, but that's also because he doesn't really have to do that much. Mm. Yeah. But that scene where he's required to do something and show something emotional without words of his mother coming in, he kind of failed it. It didn't really look nice. It didn't play off well. Mm. Everyone at the table looked awkward and they didn't, but not the awkward that they were going for, I don't yeah. think. Mm, yeah. They resurrected it a tiny bit when they went out into the hallway, but also that was kind of very cliche yeah. by having that confrontation afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that was my most negative negatives. Yeah. Mr. Tom? Yeah, I, I think I must say just in general, I think that looking at it and probably based off what Fuzzy said, the predictability of it, I feel that if it's going to be so predictable in that way and sort of like a paint by numbers, which I thought that it sort of, it was in a way. And I think I can, I know what the bit that you're talking about that you weren't expecting was, but we'll get to that in spoilers. Um, And I feel like to elevate something so predictable, all the scenes, all these other things have to be great or fantastic. Yeah. To me, it had great and fantastic moments, mm-hmm. like sort of the entries and stuff, and I think like the, the, uh, those pits in montages that were really good. But otherwise, I think a lot of things, the cinematography was just okay. good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Good, not great. Um, yeah, and, 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 and that was a big issue for me, because if, you, if you're going to approach it that way, then it needs to have a I think, what, yeah, exactly. And I, just because of what you're saying, it's making me realize that, like, yeah, it was good in that it did its job. But it didn't even try to do anything above that yeah. in yeah. terms of cinematography, particularly like a montage. That's the thing that you can play with to make it your own, and they did nothing special there. Yeah, mm. and, and and I think one of the things that also this film did, and I know that you were sort of like applauding the music earlier, but at least from the music and the use of sound that I had in the actual fights, I was like, "This is tense. This is great." Despite the slow mo scenes, which took me out of the fight, yeah, which I didn't yeah. like. But otherwise, I didn't really feel that tension throughout the film the entire time, personally. No. Okay. I didn't feel... I think you'd get tired if you had that tension the entire time. No, no, though. but you, I, I feel like you should want it more. I mean, this this guy's father killed his fa- father. So, I, I feel like there should be... It, there, there wasn't... Feel his anger or something. I didn't feel as much of the drive behind him as I feel like I should have. And yeah, I, don't, yeah. I can't put my finger on exactly that, why. I think that... You know what that is? The hard thing... Um, is that he never actually met his father, so you can't play on that so much. Yeah, that's something that you might. I don't know if you got that or not, because I'm not sure if they mention it. But it's a bigger no, deal. I don't think they did. Yeah, in the first one, it's a bigger deal where they say, you know, I never even got to meet my father, and that's why it doesn't play on that relationship because they didn't have a relationship, and mm. that's what makes this, I agree, really hard. Is because that huge obvious motivational factor you can't rely on because there, there, there never had, there was yeah. never a relationship. Simba and Mufasa, but they never met each other. And mm. Simba was born after Mufasa died. Not that okay. I'm letting them get away with that, but like... And Scarra's Drago, we get it, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I I completely agree. I think it yeah. needed something else mm. to yeah. motivate. Judy? Uh, my negatives, uh, if, essentially, if you've seen Rocky IV, you know how this is going to play out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's pretty much a carbon copy of Rocky IV. Rocky IV is fucking awesome. No, um, but it's... Yeah, if you've seen Rocky Field, they've changed some things and they made some things polar opposites here and there and in spoilers, I'll, I'll bring those up. Uh, my only other negative is, I said it to Ian when we walked in, I'm like, 
we know that this film is going to be Creed 2, but it is going to be essentially Rocky 4 in the Creed universe. Absolutely. Bring back Coming to America with James <sighs> Brown. No. <sighs> like, if that was his entrance, that would have been sick. I would have been fucking, yes. Yeah. Um, or uh, Hearts on Fire. The training montage song. You know, <laughs> and uh, you know what I said? Thank God you're not a fucking producer. He did, he, he did say, thank God you don't do sound. That sounds like it's an idea someone had with a table yeah. full of coke in front of them. Just yeah, it's like, let's do the same thing. <laughs> do exactly the same thing with David Akers. Give me that line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some of the music uh, it did work. Some of the music really didn't work. And um, there is a, an entrance in the in the in in the film when Adonis comes out and, you know, boxes. And I'm like, mm, cool. Still would have preferred coming to America, though. Like, it was cool, but I, I would have preferred... Stuff, like Living in America? Living in America, sorry. Yeah, coming yeah. to America is Eddie Murphy. Um, coming to but, America. <laughs> but it's sort of that thing of like... Sexual chocolate! <laughs> children have a future. Oh, my God. That would make the most amazing entrance song. But, like, it's... Thinky! <laughs> it, it would have been... It would have been cool if, like, yes, of course... Uh, when Apollo Creed came out, that was his entrance song. He wore the red, white, and blue trunks. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. Like, if he did the same thing as a taunt to Drago or something like that, and then mm. something like that. Yeah. But I don't know. And we need to get into spoilers now, because I want to spoil. Let's move into spoilers, fellas. Spoil. Um So, I, w- I want to talk about that, because they, they had, halfway through the film, and this is what I alluded to earlier, there's a fight, there's the first fight between uh, between Drago and Creed, mm. and, like, it, it, it almost exactly mirrors what happened in Rocky IV. Yeah. Like, shot for yeah. shot. Like, yeah. they're at the gym, and there's lots of cameras around watching Adonis train, and you're sitting there going, well, that's exactly what happened. Exactly the same outcome is going to happen. He's going to get beat up. He's going to nearly die. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't really go off in the same way it doesn't feel it, I, because I knew exactly what was happening because you know they're not going to kill him yeah they, they couldn't yeah, kill he's him he's the main character but then and then it got to the point where it's like well he's going to lose this fight but there would be no reason for him to uh, like try and fight him again yeah for yeah. Drago to accept a second fight so they had to find a way for him to get beat up without losing so that there's still another fight. So I'm sitting there going, well, he's going disc- to he's going to kick him in the nuts, or he's going to you know throw him out of the ring, or do something stupid, illegal, you know, to get himself him disqualified. No, it's okay. not wrestling. I wasn't aware of that. Rule. <laughs> um, it's, this is not Smash Bros. It's uh, yeah, it's something different. Well, I didn't know he was going to get himself disqualified, but I knew he was going to lose. I didn't see the disqualification coming, no. It was, it was literally the only... Like, having been a boxing fan and a Rocky fan, that was literally the only thing that could have happened for them to have another fight. Yeah. 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 So that's that was... And then and then they had the second... The only other thing that really fucking annoyed me was they they challenge it. They take another fight at the end of the movie, the big main fight that, you know, he finally wins. Um, spoilers. Uh but they, they say, oh, you have to have this fight in Russia. That's not how that works. Yeah. The champion decides where they fight. Yeah. So if he doesn't come and fight him in you know in America, then there's no fucking fight. Yeah. yeah. So he'll say, yes, I want to fight you. You come over here. That's how that fucking thing works. Yeah. They, they just wanted that moment of, the Russians are giving him a standing ovation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can anybody, see like two Russian people going, Ugh. Anybody else notice the uh, Samuel L. Jackson voice cameo? No. no. He was the... 
one of the announcers in the second fight in the well, no in the middle in the fight in the middle. Samuel yeah. L. Jackson was an announcer. Oh, really? Yeah. That was totally his voice. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah, uh, I was. He dropped the motherfucker. I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker got poached. <laughs> uh, our friend, uh, our friend of the show, Jay from Super Movie Brothers. Uh, so co-host of Dave. He's actually an extra in Creed Two. Did you pick where he oh, was? Cool. I tried looking for him. I have no. There idea is no else. fucking way. He's gonna he's like. The, free- he's the tallest dude in the fucking extras. I swear to God, there's gonna be somebody who goes. He pauses the screen. It's all blur, and he goes, yeah. "That's me there." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, when, <laughs> they, they said on the show when he when he did the extras and stuff, he wasn't allowed to post any photos on social media, mm. do a damn thing because yeah. it's so strict. Yeah, yeah, that's standard. He couldn't even say like what scene or anything he was in. Like, yeah, we no. if if yeah. it had been in there, we would have seen. All, him I think all I know is fucking he was, man giant. He's where he was wearing a suit, so like he could have actually been in a boxing match because there's a lot of suits in one point in the film. He could have got cut. Could. <laughs> Just this is also a possibility. Yes. Right. Yeah. Also, big you being a, a big boxing fan, and I made this point to Ian as well. Sure. Victor Creed is a fucking unit. Yes. They are two separate weight divisions. Nope. They're both heavyweights. So Bullshit. Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. So the, what happens is basically you've got. We mean literally. You've got specific. If they were in real life. Yeah. They are not, <laughs> they're not the same, the same weight, weight division. division. No, no. So what happens with, with weight divisions for boxing is you've got like uh, like welterweights and lightweights, and yeah. they all have to be within yeah. a certain weight range. But when you get to heavyweight, it's What's essentially. The heavyweight range? It's like, I think it's like 110 or 100 kilos. But there's different heavyweights. No, no, but no, no, there's not. It's literally, there's a line, and if you're above that, you're heavyweight. No, isn't there a light heavyweight and a or something heavyweight and another heavyweight yeah they are essentially in the heavyweight division where it's essentially everybody above that so once you hit a line once you're above that that's it and the idea being that you have to have a minimum weight to meet that but everything everything can be in there so you could have a fucking giant who weighs twice as much as a normal man and he could be in there it's just how it works. Yeah. At one stage they had. Um, well, you have to set an upper limit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's, but there's not like there's the upper limit. Oh, is, sorry, sorry. I meant minimum, and then yeah. have that as just the upper. That's right. So yeah, they okay. used to have guys like. So what in? Uh, um, I think Ian can actually recall this as well. Wow. Uh, in Creed One, they say, "What do you weigh?" And he says, "One sixty-five." And he yeah. says, "You bring it down to one fifty-five, you can fight the dude that they have the one-shot fight yeah, on." Yeah, yeah. One fifty-five. That is, uh, super welterweight. Yeah. To middleweight. Um, Drago is most likely a heavyweight. There's yeah. no way they're the there. There are division. different. There are different weight classes between Creed One and Creed Two. So in Creed One, he is he's something else, and then in Creed Two, he they definitely make sure that they know it's known that he's a heavyweight. So it, I I didn't like that. That was a little bit of a bugbear yeah. for me. That is literally Conor McGregor versus Brock Lesnar in a fight. Like, but yeah, that is one way. Uh, mm. Yeah, heavyweight division unlimited. So yeah, that's that's how you get such size. I think yeah, maybe. Maybe the bigger thing is, is he actually a heavyweight? <laughs> I don't he, know. He, he doesn't look like a heavyweight. No, no. And like, like yeah. when you see like, but Rocky was kind of borderline as well. And but he's like, very wide. Yeah, he's got broad shoulders. And I think they, they beefed up it's Michael like B. Anthony Jordan Anthony well. mm. Mundine who just lost. Is that guy heavyweight? No. No, 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 no. He's, a, he's, he's like a, a he's, welterweight, he's, I think. Yeah. He's a hack. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to move over here. <laughs> Mundine going to punch somebody. <laughs> Fist can come from nowhere. <laughs> Suddenly, dude, his head's just on the other side of the yard. Um, um, spoiler territory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the only real um, thing I wanted to touch on in spoiler territory was in terms of the thing that I didn't necessarily see coming. Like, it's not necessarily not predictable, but I didn't see it coming, and that was the fact that um, Daddy Drago threw the towel in for Kitty Drago. Yes. Yeah. I thought he was, yeah. That wasn't what I was expecting you to be no? unexpected. 
Yeah. The only reason I say that is because I expected him to lose. Yeah. That's yeah, a given. Well, absolutely. But yeah. how that went down impressed me. Because the thing about it that adds more layers to it is that, you know, going from number four, he killed a man and then he has to watch his son in a fight where his son could die. Yeah. And that changes his opinion. Yeah. The mother's abandoned them. Yeah. And like, and he's, he's sitting there like... He, you can just see that torture in his face. Yeah. He's like, I can't, I just can't let that yeah. happen. And the, the change that's happened from him from four to this one, like even in the middle of this amazing. movie, yeah, in the middle, yeah. Like he, he starts out this movie bitter and angry, and he's been planning this thing for like Ever, thirty yeah. years, right? And then he's finally getting there. He's just about to get it, and he's it's right there, and it's just not going to happen. And it's just this, he, you see this thing just wash over him, and he's like, yeah. all of a sudden, he's not going to have that. As soon as like yeah. Drago hit. Uh, Kitty Drago hits the ground for the first time. Spyro, thank you. This is his proper name. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, that was probably the only thing I really wanted to touch on in terms Mm. of spoilers. Well, maybe the other thing I wouldn't mind touching on is um, the kid that has um, some sort of... inherits the mother's problem in auditory no-canningness. That kid's deaf. Yeah, he's deaf. Or she. She? She. 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 Yeah. Um, I thought that was done really well. That mm-hmm. for me, that was probably the most emotional part of the film was watching them during the testing phase. Yeah, yeah. that was hard to watch. And he's just trying to maintain his like his his face, and then just yeah. Oh, he tear. nails that performance. That was great. Yeah. He does the single tear, and you know that's Academy Award winning good. That's that's Academy tears right there, baby. A single tear. You see what I actually wasn't expecting. I wasn't actually expecting the baby. No. Okay. No, well, in in that scene when they were talking, I was expecting his mum. Uh, is he is he his actual mum or is she no, no, Apollo Creed's wife? It was Apollo Creed's wife, and he's the uh, a child of another okay, lady. So, so that's yeah. something that you don't determine unless you know the first one. Yeah, and uh, there's a, they break, make a big deal about it in the first one as well. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. okay. Um, is no because I was just expecting her to lose her mind about him taking the fight. That's mm. what I was expecting that scene to do. Oh, I wasn't yeah. expecting the baby to come out of it. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, true, actually. That is another thing I didn't expect. But you're a grown was man. Done. You yeah. can make your own decisions. <laughs> oh, in the trailer, though, you do see it. Not drinking any wine. Well, huh? <laughs> in, a, in a trailer, you do see um, Tess so. Thompson's character pregnant as well, though. I didn't see the Sorry, trailer. I, like, I, mean, I, didn't, the trailer, I didn't actually yeah. see that in the trailer. Mm. Didn't even notice it. But no, that was really well done, that scene, actually, where they're having dinner and... Yeah, that glow it was a nice, <laughs> spits the wine back into the glass. It was a nice light moment in there. there was it was because like, it's Anita it's though. heavy action. There's heavy drama in this, and then there's yeah. just this nice light moment. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah, it was, it was really, really well played. Well done. One mm. negative I want to bring up as well. Now that we're in spoiler territory, in the first film, Rocky doesn't want to train Creed, and then he convinces him, and then they have a couple of bit of fights and some falling outs. They seem to keep fighting and falling out, and I don't like that. It's similar to. Um, one of my negatives I have with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. The first film, you've established that they're a team. Within the first half an hour of the second film, you've split the team up and put them in multiple directions. Don't do that in a second film. Do it in a third or do it in a fourth. Have one film where he's literally, he's there and they're a united team. Don't split them up and then they have this fight and then they they kiss and make up and then they get back together and then they win. I don't the thing like is, that, that. Yeah, it is a bit tropey. I don't like that, yeah. I, I, I it's necessary in a sense, but also it's... You know, with the changes that are happening in cinema, it wouldn't be one of those bad things to lose. Yeah, mm. I, I understand that. And when you watch Rocky, uh, when Rocky is watching Creed and Drago fight for the first time and Rocky's in his restaurant going like, he's deliberately pulling you in and pissing you off to make you chase him. Don't fall for it. Keep your feet moving. I'm like, cool. That makes sense. But that would have, I feel like that would have been better if Rocky was ringside and he just wasn't listening to Rocky. 
Like he was just getting too heated. No, I, I can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I would say, just a, a counterpoint to that, though, like, while when you had Guardians of the Galaxy, they split up the team and they had two separate storylines, mm. this was still one storyline. It yeah. was one singular focus. Yeah. And while Rocky wasn't there, he was still feeling that emotion. Yeah. And it was just, I, f- I felt there was an emotional decision that he made as a person who rarely displays emotion yeah. to actually separate himself from that. So I thought that was that was quite... Like I thought that was needed, and I thought that was you know it, it was relevant for that part mm. of the movie. Mm. So, um, did you have more? I'm actually curious. So, Rocky Four. Yes. How many times does Ivan Drago actually say, "I will break you"? Uh, he says it once. He once. says, once. "I must break you." I feel like it was a little unnecessary in this film. Break him like eight yeah. times. It's like, <laughs> break him. He yeah. it twice, doesn't he? Break. No, he it's said, more than he twice. He says it a bunch. He yeah. says it so many times. Does he? And well, that's that's what he's known because Ivan Drago barely speaks. Yeah, in the but film. it's a bit like much. in the, in, the it is in Rocky Four, he barely speaks. Yeah. He, he says, yeah, I think he says like three lines in the whole movie. Yeah, um, but yeah, that uh, like, but when he does actually break him and he breaks his ribs, holy fuck! Break like, him literally. Everybody in the theaters went ooh, like you could feel the that sound. Punch see, we're back to sound, guys. Yeah. The- yeah, and holding his arm back and like literally like. Our cinema was sort of like anytime you watch a film like this, you sort of get invested. Like it's a film, it's not a real boxing match, yeah. but you're sitting on the edge of your seat like it is a real boxing match. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Shall we review? Review. Yes, Mister Fuzzy Dan. Uh, Long Island iced tea. No wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still. Bradley Jones going fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I maintain that this is probably one of the best Rocky movies that's out there. Yeah, it's the. I think it's. There's does, plenty worse. Oh, there are. And I, I look Rocky back at Rocky two, Rocky three, the second half of Rocky, Rocky three, Rocky five. <laughs> yeah, Rocky bleh, bleh. Well, Rocky <laughs> Balboa. Yeah, no, that's yeah, no good. Oh Rocky no, Balboa Tommy Gunn is better than five. Yeah, Tommy Gunn is terrible. <laughs> Rocky um, seven, Adrian's Revenge. <laughs> well, Rocky seven is actually Creed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, let, call, they should have called what? it Adrian's Revenge. Let's do this quickly because some yeah. of us need anyway, to pee. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quickly, I had a whole can of coke, guys. Yeah, no, I think it's it does all of the really good stuff. Like, it was a lot of good action in the early movies. Uh, <laughs> 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 but There's a number in there. The acting, I don't think, was a, a, anywhere near the quality that we're getting in these now. And the, mm. the characters and the, the passing of the torch to the new generation, it's just amazing. I, I think they, they knocked this out of the park. Yeah. So this is... What are we doing? Percentage? Out of 10? Out of 10. Out of 10s. I'm giving this a 8.5 out of 10. Nice. Nice. Mr. Johnson. Nice. I agree with everything Fuzzy said. Um, it's yeah. it's really nice how they've brought the Rocky kind of franchise into the modern They haven't cinema. rebooted it as they've, well. Yeah, they've really made it its own and kind of modernized it and it still works, which yeah. is nice. And it's fantastic drama, fantastic action. It's, it's a great movie. I'm going to give it an 8. Let's pee. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> together, your first yeah. sort of uh, Rocky film as well. Yeah, I guess. Guess from what I've said earlier, and the main thing that I found it extremely predictable, and it just didn't take that next level up in cinematography or anything like that for me. Um, I still enjoyed it. Um, I'm not sure whether I'd rush out to see the next one had the next one come out. Maybe but I would, I would give this... I'm just going to keep talking so that Ian has to pee more. <laughs> I'm going to talk no, no, about no, the first time I ever saw a clip from Rocky. Oh, oh, yeah. So we were sake. sitting there in year no. 10 class. <laughs> no. Tell us about your he first alone experience. <laughs> he, he does have a point there. From watching this film, will you go backwards and watch... Creed and the original Rocky. I feel like I need to watch at least the original Rocky at some time. It's been on my list to go back and watch mm. at some point. Mm. Uh, so I, w- I will. Um, but I would give this uh, 7.5. Nice. Nice. That's fair enough. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to follow Fuzzy Dan and go for an 8.5. I really, really enjoyed the film. Um, some things here and there I wasn't a fan of, like Hearts on Fire or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Whenever anyone's not playing Hearts on Fire, we should talk about Hearts on Fire. <laughs> um, if you wrote up a review about movies, you'd be the only reviewer just being like, they didn't have this song. They didn't have this. Every single movie is based on whether or not it has Hearts on Fire in it. Just got a checklist and just goes, yes, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, no, I really, really liked it. I liked the uh, the sort of the polar opposite of the training montage because Rocky Four is working out in the middle of, of Russia in the middle of winter. So he's doing a lot of shit in the snow, and then Creed this time is the middle of the desert. That was pretty cool. I kind of like that polar opposite to it. Um, now, I really, really enjoyed this, and it's making me want to go back and watch the Rocky films because my wife has not seen them. Ooh. Any of them as well, so I might make her go back and watch them. They're long movies, though. They are, especially the first couple, are quite long, I but got, three and four are amazing movies. So, I got teary yeah. when you when Rocky talks about how he proposed to Adrian. He's like, oh, I asked if she would mind being my wife. And I'm like... I remember that scene and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I've ever actually seen the third one. Third one with Clubber Lang. With Mr. Oh, T. I've yeah. never seen it. He teaches him how to be quick so they run on the sand. Wow. It's, all, it's, 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 it's actually it's rife for gifts. It's great. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> That's it's, the thing though. Everyone talks about this and then you see heaps of clips from the Rocky franchise but you very rarely see Mr. T. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. No one and really he, he, fights, about he fights Hulk Hogan at the start of it as well. It's Does boxing he? versus oh. wrestling. Yeah, oh. it's a it's an exhibition match. Thunderlipped, the ultimate male. And one last thing, on just when you were saying the how hearts on fire. No, 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 no. How <laughs> you were saying? Why are we not talking saying, about hearts on fire? How you were saying the other ones are very long. Yep. Hundred and thirty minute runtime. Dead set right there. Bang on. Thank you. Right, yes. yeah, and, and exactly. I thought well paced throughout. Like, yeah, real, like I didn't feel like there was a moment where I was going no. no Any longer up. though, I would have been pissed off. But it was yeah, really well paced. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Bang on, Tom. Cool. Well, uh, that has been it for this week's episode of. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking finally. Go on. Fuck, I love this song so much. (laughs) You have to sign off. That's been it for episode 95 of Shaken Not Nerd. I have been your host, Doody Dutrum. Oh, shit. Uh, I've been Tom. (laughs) I've been Ian. I've been Fuzzy saying, see you later. Hey, I'm back.